Hi, everyone. I'm Maya Fleming, and you're listening to Gentler, a podcast about postgrad life, adulthood, and self-care. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Gentler. I'm Maya, and I'm so, so happy that you all are here for today's episode. We're going to really get into some practical self-care things like we always do. But first, I want to go ahead and get into some show updates and then some pluses and deltas. All right. So show updates. I am really trying to focus more so on the community aspect of Gentler. Um, And I think it'll become clear why, like once I get into this episode, but I wanted to encourage you all to sign up for the Facebook group, um, just to be around other Gentler listeners, other people who are working on prioritizing self-care, other people who might be in similar stages in life as you. Um, My goal is for it to just be like a little hub where you all can chat and network and If you need product recommendations, you can get them. If you're looking for a roommate or at least someone who can help you around a new city, you can find someone like that, those kind of things. So definitely sign up um, and just join. I think they have like two simple questions on there there just to make sure I don't have any any robots in the group. But for sure, go check that out. Um, Also, the self-care Sunday newsletter goes out every week. Um, I try to just keep it very real. I try to keep the podcast real too, but um, it is a little bit more comforting knowing that the newsletter is a little bit of a different medium. So, and the people who are on there are ones who really, really want to be there and not usually people who just kind of stumbled upon um, an episode or something. So sign up for the newsletter just to hear more updates on my life. Um, And I try to keep some actionable tips and kind of as a what I learned from this situation to help you all. And I always have a self-care activity. It's also a great place if you find that um, sometimes you miss some of the gentler content. This is a great place to to go so that you can get a roundup of what we've posted and all of that. Um, What else? Oh, send your questions. I always forget to solicit questions for the advice segment. So the advice segment ends up happening like once every few episodes or something, but send your questions to info at begentler.com. You can send them whenever you want. Just put something indicating in the subject line that's for the self-care like advice segment. So I know, and I'll just log them all away and answer them um, as opportunity comes up. Next thing, Money Makeover is still available for purchase until the 30th, so you have four more days. I really, really hope you all take this opportunity. Um, This, like everything that's in the course is something that I wish I had known. When I was creating the idea for the course months ago, I literally sat down and I said, what was contributing to the financial train wreck that was my life? And I wrote down every issue I was dealing with. And then I created a module from that. So it's an eight module course. I had a lot of things going on. We're going to talk about all the mindset work. Obviously, that's really what's key and crucial to financial self-care, but also the financial literacy stuff like saving and overspending um, and credit. And I try so hard to keep it down to earth because I had to use all these tips to change my financial situation. So you won't hear me tell you that you shouldn't buy lattes or that you shouldn't be happy at all until you reach your financial goals because I know that's not sustainable um, because it wasn't for me. And that that kind of advice really made my transformation take that much longer. So I wanted to keep it out of the course. I want you to keep in mind that it's not going to be an overnight um, transformation for you. It's going to take work. It's going to take accountability from your end money and self-care like those things always do so I don't want you I don't want anyone to purchase the course and think like 
okay, I took the course, is it working? And that's why you're also going to get worksheets and other things that help you to apply all the information that you learn. I used to be really bad about getting courses and expecting them to just be overnight success stories without putting in the effort that they required. So I really try to design ways that would help you to apply the, the lessons and the modules in real life as well as possible. So with all that being said, you all, I'll put the link in the show notes you have until the 30th. The course will be sent to all the people who purchase on November 15th. Um, don't miss it. It won't be coming out again definitely until 2021, but I don't know exactly when in 2021. So if you want to experience this financial self-care transformation in this way, um, before the year ends, then definitely purchase. And as always, if you're not in a place to purchase that, I get it. And that kind of takes the ultimate financial self-care. I have so many episodes for free. I have so many blog posts and Instagram graphics and all of that. If you can invest a little bit more, then I have the ebook. But all of that exists because I know that we're all in different stages in our financial self-care journey, and I don't want the information to be inaccessible. So definitely pour into those resources and if you feel like you want to make a bigger investment in yourself and go a little bit deeper then the course is available until October 30th. Last thing I am going to be posting on YouTube again and it'll be self-care content not necessarily with gentler but more so like Maya Fleming stuff and my life and all of that so if you want to see when all that begins and get updates of the videos and all of that then definitely go check out my personal Instagram account Maya and Fleming I'll have it in the show notes. Um, and that will be there. I want to do like vlogs and other how-to videos. I'm doing a series on side hustles that I've tried and some of them um, I haven't been so sure about the legitimacy of, but I hear all these big claims and I ask you all which side hustles you want me to try and I got a lot of juicy things I'm excited about giving a shot and I'm going to do that for you all. Even though I'm very nervous and cringe at the thought, I will do it. But with all that being said, let's go ahead and get into some pluses and deltas. So I say this every so often, but in case you're new, Pluses and Deltas is the segment of Gentler where I give more so an update on my own life and where I am with my self-care practice. Pluses are the positives, the good things going on, and Deltas aren't necessarily negative, but things that require change, and that's why it's called Delta, as in like the chemistry, like symbol or whatever, well, that's where I know it from. But anyway, let's do it. Um, so Pluses, thank you all. First off, like this has been a record week as far as downloads and everything. I don't know if you all just really need some help in the self-care area or if you're just really enjoying episodes, but thank you so, so much. Um, you're, like You all help the show grow and that's what's required. I was totally fine this time last year, just putting up episodes here and there with no one really listening, but seeing you all respond and share and all that stuff really pushed me to put more energy into it because it became real that I was actually helping people. So I thank you all so much. Um, please continue to share episodes. Please continue to rate and review. Please continue to email me and let me know what you like and what you'd like to hear more of. That helps me so, so much to make sure that I'm really staying grounded in my intention of helping you. So thank you again. Um, another plus, my self-care practice is really working and paying off. I'll be honest with y'all, like, it was a little dicey somewhere. Um, maybe, it, like, I don't even know, like, I've lost all track of time during this pandemic, so I couldn't even tell you, like, when, but, um, I feel like I have really put such a strong focus and intention just on my well-being and making sure everything fits around that, so, like, the job and, 
my food and my self-care and my money, all of that stuff, friends and relationships, like it all kind of centers around me and my needs at the time. Um, And that was a big shift because I wasn't used to telling myself and and acting as if I was the most important thing in my life, but I have been. I've been checking in with myself a lot more lately. I've really been checking myself a lot more as well and making sure that, you know, I'm doing the work that's required for the things that I want because for a while I was just really losing touch with that. Um, And it's all been working out so much better. I genuinely wake up with so much more gratitude and that's a big reason why I want to do this episode Um, And I'm just kind of like happy and looking around like, huh, this is my life. That's pretty cool. Like I'm doing fun things even in the middle of a pandemic and making my life feel a bit more fulfilling, um, (laughs) honestly, from my bedroom. But it's been a good time. Um, Not without its valleys, of course, but um, definitely experiencing a little bit of an, an uplift. So I'm really proud of myself for that. Um, Delta. So part of the thing that kind of has been helping with this whole like renewed self-care experience, I had an epiphany recently. I'm not going to get into what exactly it was. I think I'm going to do another episode on it. Um, but it was based in gratitude and all that. Um, and it kind of just helped me realign things in my life. So I'm trying to make sure I create a plan according to that because a lot of times I will have these ideas and be like, oh, well, that's why this hasn't been working because I need to prioritize such and such and do that. And I feel like I've un- uncovered like the key to success or the key to life. And then I just kind of lose it all because it was just a nice moment I had in the shower and I didn't write it down. I didn't ask myself how I'm actually going to implement it. So I really focused on that. Um, and I've been checking in with it literally every single day so that I don't lose touch of it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to just keep working on that and seeing where it takes me. And then if I notice an actual um, benefit, then I definitely am gonna do an episode sharing that a little bit more. All right, so today's episode is pretty much about my pandemic gratitude practice. So I put out an episode a while ago, maybe the pandemic has started, I'm not entirely sure, but it was all about active gratitude. Um, And it was one of my most popular episodes of the time. It was really just another epiphany I had about gratitude and all this stuff. Um, And I love that episode still. I love the tips. Those really helped me direct my effort in life. But I did have to shift things because we are in a pandemic and things are not working in the same way. So my work and effort isn't the same either. So in this episode, I really want you to pull out why gratitude is so important for me and why I center it um, because I think it's a little bit different than what I gather from people in the beginning of my self-care journey um, and I also want to share I think six ways that I am actively practicing gratitude while also being compassionate towards myself and that's the really that's the key change I'm, I'm centering myself rather than everything else these days so I'm sharing some some tips and some ways that I'm doing that so let's go ahead and get into it So first off, why is gratitude important to me? Why do I put gratitude first? Um, So to backtrack, whenever I first started learning about like self-care and self-development and all that stuff and gratitude, I really did not fully grasp why gratitude was so important. Um, For me, it was more so like a morality contest of oh, I'm so grateful, like, even with all these horrible things going on, I'm so grateful for life in general, and it just kind of sounded like a bunch of BS, to be honest, I was like, I've been through 
terribly difficult points in my life and I hate the idea that I have to sit there and then say I'm grateful for those things. I didn't really understand how that was helpful at all and how it wasn't just a slap in the face. Um, I just didn't get it until I got in a really, really dicey situation. I've talked about this several times, so I won't dive in too deep, but I think if you want to learn a little bit more about it, then the first episode of Gentler, I think, is where I talk the most about it, perhaps. I can't, I can't remember for sure. I have so many episodes out now, but anyway, I was in a situation where things were just so awful, I had to find just something, something to be okay and like somewhat happy about um and I realized that gratitude is not really for other people it's not I don't like practice gratitude I shouldn't practice gratitude for other people to like look at me as a symbol of grace and of inspiration um gratitude for me has to be about finding ways to enjoy my life now because if I don't then there's really no reason to live it so I had to recenter my mindset around gratitude and realize that gratitude is for me rather than for other people and how I am perceived by other people. And that really helped a lot. So now, um, even when things are good, you know, I look and I'm practicing gratitude actively, but especially when things aren't ideal, I am trying to stay focused on those good things while also being compassionate towards myself so that I have pockets and I can see the little, the clouds separating the light shine through here and there. Um, And that's been super helpful for me. Basically, you just want to collect the good things and the things that you're proud of and that you're joyful about so that when it's hard to find them later, you know what they are already. So how am I practicing gratitude in the middle of a pandemic that just keeps on giving? First, I shifted the way that I thought about productivity. That was a big thing. So if you listen to the first Active Gratitude episode, you hear me talk about how if you have situations and opportunities and other things in your life, you should try to use them to the last drop just to ensure that you've gotten everything that you can get out of it and God, the universe, whatever, has no choice but to give you the next thing because you have fully used it to its greatest potential, etc., etc., And I still think that under normal circumstances, yeah, that's great. But we're not in normal circumstances, so we don't have necessarily the same capacity to do those things. Um, Think of it kind of as like, like for me, whenever I was going to work every day and sitting in my office, I was kind of turning the fire on full blast. Um, During the hours of nine to five, I was fully burning. I was just flames everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Not to say that there weren't like workday lulls for sure. Um, but it was more of a concentrated effort. And now I'm noticing that for me, it's more of a slow burn. The fire stays on like medium for a longer stretch of time, but it doesn't really go high, um, most days. So I have to find ways to, instead of burning myself out because I'm trying to build a high fire without all the... God, I've, I've jumped fully into this fire analogy and I have no knowledge of what it takes to build a fire. Kindle? Is that the the term? Tinder? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I, I don't have the materials, I'll say, to build a full fire so I can't, you know, bring a fish to my campfire that requires a high, powerful flame. And now I am officially retiring the fire analogy. So instead, I have focused on, instead of just trying to get everything done, I focused on 
one or a few areas to really pour a lot more energy to. Um, and that requires prioritizing like heavy. That's the biggest thing right now is just prioritizing, identifying what's the most important thing and then breaking it down until it seems doable. And even if you break things down to little five minute tasks, because you've done that, you can kind of collect those five minute medals whenever you've achieved those things and then things still gets done. You know, it's just kind of about like tricking yourself a little bit into thinking like, OK, I can actually handle this, even though you probably already could handle it um, because you're powerful and amazing and great. You have to kind of make yourself confident in that. So that's what I've been working on, just kind of focusing like when the day starts or the night before, however I'm feeling, saying, OK, if tomorrow would it be great? what would I accomplish? And then from there thinking, okay, but what's doable? What's actually going to happen? And what would I be okay with leaving until the next day or maybe next week or something like that? And then I've hit that sweet spot of ideal but doable. Um, and that really helps me to beat burnout and also remain proud of myself and, and have gratitude towards my effort and my ability. And I think that's super key for me. Um, the next thing I do, I find ways to connect to my desires now. So I am officially not waiting for the pandemic to end anymore. Not because I'm giving up. Um, I, you know, I definitely don't think I'm giving up. I'm wearing my mask every day. I'm doing all that stuff. I'm making an effort to see significantly less people, if any people, um, because I do think that there's an end in sight if we all get our act together. But I'm also not going to wait until everything is over and back to normal to be happy and have joy in my life. I can't do that. So I am rearranging things for the current circumstances and finding ways to connect to what I want at this moment. So one question I've been asking myself is, you know, what was really fun before? What were your favorite parts of pre-quarantine uh, life? And how can you bring it down a few notches to make it quarantine appropriate? Um, so y'all know I love my morning coffee run. So putting a little bit more time and effort into that every day and um, finding ways to still connect with friends and connect with all of you as well. Like That's been a huge plus. Even if I can't see my friends, I feel like I've gained so many new ones with all of you, like literally thousands. I don't know where you all came from, but thank you so much. Um, I've really been appreciating the connection. So sometimes it's less about the thing and it's more so about the feeling behind it. So identifying what you liked about your TJ Maxx shopping trip and what you liked about happy hour with your friends and finding ways to get there now has been super, super helpful for me. And kind of going down that same path, the next thing is adding charm to my life has really made me have gratitude for it. And I, I guess you could also say like romanticizing your life a little bit has made it more enjoyable and made me feel more appreciative of it. Um, so I've been doing that through a good, stable morning routine. And let me know if you all want a morning routine episode. I'll chat about that a little bit more. But making sure that um, I don't start work immediately once my eyes open. Some people can do that. I've seen people say like, oh, I woke up at 7.50 and I clocked in at 8. And I mean, more power to you. I really need time to kind of ease into that and make sure that I have turned on <laughs> completely. Um, because I love my mornings and I really appreciate that. But I found that I even was staying home every day for months now. I was losing my mornings because I was just letting everything kind of blend into each other. So having a morning routine where I get my coffee and I journal and I read and 
I'm doing that kind of thing, listening to my news podcast, if I feel like I'm up for negative news, you know, just finding ways to separate, create separation in my day. Like this is my morning, now we're at my work day, now work is finished, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Also shifting into ideal life, but really focusing on the shifts. So like I said about connecting to my desires now, like what would be true in my ideal dream life and how can I make small shifts into that? Um, You know, I really love the idea of having a fabulous home, but it's a little bit difficult to buy furniture online and I don't really want to be in the stores like that. It's also extremely expensive to furnish an apartment fully, so I've had to do it in phases. Um, So finding ways to shift into what an ideal home would mean for me. So for me, a lot of it came down to smells. Whenever I'm entering like a place I love, I always notice the smell. So I, if you walk into my apartment, I'm really big in the scents. I have the plugins everywhere. I have candles everywhere because even if there's nothing on my walls, which there isn't because I had plans to design my own wall art and I just get overwhelmed every time I do it, but that's not the subject of this episode. Even though some things seem bare, I found ways to kind of kick into that ideal version of what home means for me. And I'm trying to do that in other places as well. Um, you know, I, my ideal life, I have an amazing closet and wardrobe. So finding ways to add a piece here and there that really feels like future Maya, um, so that I can have a little bit of a shift and be like, huh, my life is, is pretty darn cool, you know? Um, and sometimes it, it might look dorky to other people. I really, I have metal straws. I love having them. I feel like it really just makes me feel bougie and classy and all of that. But sometimes people laugh whenever they see it. And that's fine because what works for me might not work for you and vice versa. So you have to find what those things are and feel confident and comfortable in making that change regardless of how other people might feel about it. Um, and then also last thing, giving myself small pockets and treats. So like I said, adding candles and flowers to every room has really been key for me. Um, letting myself have a little extra time playing Animal Crossing, watching shows that make me feel comfortable and at home, um, just in small bites so that I can bounce back into what needs to happen in order for me to move forward a little bit. The next thing I'm doing to practice gratitude is appreciating where I am now without feeling like I'm falling behind. So this one was really, really hard, but I had to understand that I... Things are looking different than I thought totally. I I opened up a new, so I finished the journal the other day. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that. But I didn't have a new journal to line up with um, whenever I finished, though. I've been wanting to journal, so I had to pull out an old one that I hadn't finished. And I noticed some entries from last year. And I had written that I really wanted Gentler to be, you know, start as a podcast and do all this stuff. And then the last sentence was, eventually I want to build it out into self-care retreats. And I was like, well, dang, that's kind of, you know, it sucks because I can't do that. I can't have the progress I wanted. And then I realized that there's so many millions of directions that you can take. Moving forward does not have to happen in one direction. You know, there's so many roads and so many paths. So I need to just appreciate what's real and what's true in this reality without thinking of what could have happened had the pandemic not started and had quarantine not happened. Um, So yeah, maybe I can't do the retreats right now, but there's so many other ways that I can move forward and, and really cultivate community as long as I keep my intentions clear. So there's like that and other things aside from gentler, there's so many things I want to happen this year that just haven't happened yet. And I was really feeling down about it and thinking, how am I ever supposed to advance in life? 
but I realized there was still so much more for me to do in the current spot that I'm in right now. And maybe that's the reason why I'm still here is because I need to get some other work done and move forward in other ways before, you know, and kind of make my make my once one one time dream a little bit less precious to me so that I can really get down to what's important and then move forward in whatever way comes out of that. So making sure that I understand that what is for me will not pass me and small steps are still steps just because it's not what I thought it would look like does not mean it's not good. Um, All of those are little affirmations I've been reminding myself of and then making sure to act um, from. So it's really been helpful for me. The next thing, and I won't get too into this because I want to do another episode about it, I think, next week, but really being intentional about rest. So ending the workday, putting my phone away, because for me, especially working with Gentler, a lot of times the social media scroll will be into, like, turn into a work session because I'll see, like, a name and be like, oh, I want to have them on the show. Let me send them an email. And then I see other emails I could answer, and it just becomes a whole thing. So being recognizing that I need to actually rest and then acting in a way that makes that possible so I've been taking a ton of baths and I have not been a bath person until um, I moved into my new apartment I was really really excited about having a tub and being able to take baths and it has not been a disappointment at all I love I probably take multiple baths a week love it love it love it um, I love like and I oh my gosh everything like if people could see me now versus like last year I'm totally different I hated it watching movies I, I just could not sit still enough to watch a movie and now I watch movies all the time and the really stupid rom-coms I watch them all the time with a glass of wine and I just sit another thing that's really helped in my rest is not multitasking so I would have something playing a tv show or something and also be scrolling on my phone and now like my mind just won't even allow for that to happen like if I'm playing animal crossing and the tv is on my head is just like oh my god something is not like I can't focus turn it off turn it off turn it off and so I pick one or the other and it really helps me zero in on what I'm doing and be more present and more mindful in the task um well without like overworking myself so I really appreciated that but finding ways to just rest, even whenever it's not the end of the workday. Y'all know I love the Pomodoro technique. Um, I have an app that kind of gives me breaks throughout the workday so that I can rest whenever I need to and rest appropriately so that I don't have to take a million years off of work because I've been trying to maintain a healthy balance throughout. Not to say I wouldn't appreciate a vacation for sure, but it'll be because it's restorative and not crucial. Um, the next thing I've been doing is finding ways to impress myself. So I forget what chemical it is, but I'm pretty sure you get one of the happy chemicals by crossing to-do list items off or just feeling like you've accomplished tasks. So I've been kind of making up tasks to um, impress myself with. So whether that's making up my bed or completing one of Tom Nook's tasks in Animal Crossing or just any other thing. Um, I've been trying to set myself up for success in small ways so I can just remind myself that you are moving forward, you're doing good, um, even if things look a little bit differently. And that usually gives me the energy to take on the real tasks that are actually much more difficult. Um, and I really appreciated that. And then the last thing, I have been giving myself rewards for effort. So whenever I do take on those larger tasks, especially now with gentler growing so much, there's so many things that have to be done. Um, and sometimes it's extremely overwhelming, but ultimately it's a good problem to have. 
In order to make it more sustainable for me, though, I do have to find ways to reward myself. And whenever I was growing up, I was really big into rewards. I did really well in school, but if I wasn't engaged, then I wouldn't. So I would need some type of reward to push that effort, whether it was a new DS or a computer or something. And as I got older, I kind of got away from that because I felt like, you know, you should be mature, you should do things just because you're disciplined and yada yada. And honestly, I can't. <laughs> um, I'm being real and I'm setting goals for my current self. And I know at this moment, I need someone to like dangle an ice cream in front of my face or something. So I find ways to reward myself. And recently I got my Switch. I was so happy. I've been talking about getting a Switch for months, but I just didn't feel like I deserved it really. And I think honestly I did, but I had to kind of honor that reward system in me. Um, and so as a reward for launching the course and doing all that, that was my gift. Um, so I'm really, really happy about that. And I'm finding other ways to do things on like a lesser like basis so that it's not as extreme. I mean, a switch is like a $400 present, you know, so can't get, can't do that all the time, but maybe it's okay. You can have a bath session and buy new candles. If you complete the social media planning for gentler, or if you send out all of these millions of emails that would really benefit from going out today, you know, just little things like that, just to keep it going. The main thing with gratitude for me is just to maintain some type of pleasantness about life that makes me excited to continue. You can't move forward if you don't see any benefit to it or any enjoyment in it. So, or I can't, I'll speak for myself. I will literally stay in bed all day if I don't have a reason to get up. So it's, it's honestly like to simplify it to the millionth degree, it's just giving myself a reason to get up out of bed, out of the bed of life. Um, and so that's why it's really important to me. So all these things kind of just make life a little brighter and a little sweeter and help me to move forward with it. And I really hope that some of these tips help you as well. Um, for your self-care mission today, I forgot about it, I'm not gonna lie, so I'm gonna do something on the spot, but I really want you to think about a small way that you can impress yourself, like for the rest of the day whether it's the next hour before you go to sleep just figure out one thing that you could do that would make yourself be like huh that was pretty cool self and then go ahead and do that thing for you um and then let me know how it goes send me a dm at gentlerpod or an email at info at begentler.com and i would love to share some of those things with everyone as well so with all that being said thank you all so much for listening and i can't wait to talk to you all soon bye Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Gentler. If you enjoyed it, please give it a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram for more self-care advice at GentlerPod. And check out our website for more info, www.begentler.com. Talk to you all soon. Bye.